Hello, my dear friends, and welcome to episode 11 of the Grumpy Girlfriend podcast. How often do you think to yourself that you should do better? How often do you think that you should know better? Or that you should simply just be better? These are very common thoughts among my clients before they start working with me. They're so self-aware of what they're thinking and doing and how they think they should be different. But when they can't manage to make that change, they just keep beating themselves up with the thought that they should be able to and that they're doing something wrong. When I create these podcast episodes for you, when I host my coaching classes, and when I post on Instagram, I share a wide variety of concepts and thoughts that are all on different levels. Some might resonate with you, and some either don't make any sense at all, or you don't even register them in your mind. In this episode, I want to talk about our individual journeys of self-development and growth, and how we often try to take responsibility for the things that we don't yet know, and we try to perform at a level that we have not yet reached. One of my favorite sayings right now is should is just could, with shame attached to it. When we think that something should be different than it actually is, we are arguing with reality. When we think that we should be different than we are, we are arguing with reality. If the reality of who we are and how we behave is different than how we tell ourselves that we should be, then that obviously means that there's something wrong with us right now. Something has gone wrong here and it needs to be fixed. Because as we all know, we should different. When we think that there's something wrong with us, that very often generates a feeling of shame in our bodies. I should be better. I should know better. I should work more. I should stop doing what I'm doing. When we instead think that someone else, or even the world, should be different than it is, and we argue with that reality, it might not create shame in our bodies, but it definitely won't generate any pleasant emotions. So, an alternative to all of your shoulds is could. If you think about changing your shoulds to coulds, it would sound something like this. I could be better. I could know better. I could work more. I could stop doing what I'm doing. So what's the biggest difference between should and could in these examples? One is focused on you being wrong in the present moment. And one is focused on you having the potential for growth from this point on. One generates shame and guilt. And one generates power and possibility. A lot of the time, we're very hesitant to give up our shoulds. Because we think that if we don't tell ourselves that we should be better or should know better, 
then we'll just stop learning and stop growing altogether. We'll just stay completely still in our lives. That's why we try to beat ourselves up in order to move forward. But just this small shift of should to could allows you to learn, grow, and move forward without any shame or guilt attached to it. A concept that my teacher, Brooke, teaches a lot and that she in turn learned from one of her teachers, Byron Katie, is that whatever is happening should be happening. It really took me some time to agree with that idea and actually accept it. It was really challenging for a long time because I was so used to thinking that I know better how the universe should work and how other people should live their lives and how I should live my life differently than I currently am. But when we think about it, there is literally no upside to arguing with reality. There is no upside to thinking the world should be different in this moment than it is. Accepting that what is happening today should be happening today does not mean that we think that it will continue to happen tomorrow or that it will stay the same forever. We just acknowledge that what should happen is happening What happened in the past should have happened. Because any disagreement with our current reality or the past just causes our own suffering right here, right now. It might sound a little woo-woo, crazy, but you will not find peace until you can accept the reality of today and the reality of the past for what it is and let go of your need to argue with it. And circling back to your journey that you are on, you're right where you're supposed to be right now. You are following your own curriculum of life beautifully. Whatever you're doing is exactly what you should be doing, period. But looking into the future, what you could do is completely up to you. I want you to stop holding yourself accountable for the things that you don't know yet. And I want you to stop holding yourself to a standard of a future version of you who does know better than you do right now. The reason I mentioned the work that I put out in the beginning of this episode is because I don't want you to use it against yourself or to dismiss it altogether if it doesn't resonate with you today. I'm not saying that we're all on a journey of one day agreeing with me, (laughs) but I mean that different things are going to resonate differently at different stages of your life depending on where you're at. If you are struggling with your relationship right now and you're not showing up as the girlfriend you want to be, that's exactly how it should be right now. How do I know? Because it is. Could it be different? Absolutely. Could it be different already today? Of course. 
But looking at the past and thinking it should be different is pointless. Looking at the present moment and thinking it should be different is pointless. And looking at the future, thinking that it should be a certain way, will really just put unnecessary pressure on you here and now. There are no shoulds other than what is already true. Anything that disagrees with or argues with today's reality is a could. Could the past have been different? Probably. Could you be different right now? Sure. Could something specific happen in the future? Absolutely. But all we know for sure is that shooting all over yourself is going to make you stink. So you might as well clean that up and start using could instead. All of you listening to this episode are not on the same journey in your lives. You're not in the same season of your development and growth. Some of you are fine-tuning a life that you're already very happy with. Some of you are struggling so much that this podcast merely acts as a weekly pause in that struggle. But regardless where you're at, please don't use the potential of growth against yourself. Please do not use my work against yourself. And please, don't use everything you don't yet know or understand as evidence that there is something wrong with you right now. You being exactly the way you are is the absolute best foundation to build on. We will never be able to become the next version of ourselves if we're not able to acknowledge and accept what is true right now. An absolute perfect metaphor for all of this is when my mom and I recently decluttered and deep cleaned the apartment that I live in with my boyfriend. I have been cleaning on the surface and stuffing things into overfilled closets and drawers for years. I knew deep down that everything was a mess and certain areas of the apartment were so filthy I didn't even want to look at them. I just ignored it and hoped it would go away. But what happened instead is that those areas just kept getting nastier and nastier. The floors were always clean and the bed was always made because those were areas I felt able to tackle on my own. But when my mom came to help me out, we together tackled all these nasty areas and cleaned them up once and for all. We donated and recycled all the stuff I've been stuffing away, hoping they would just magically disappear. And if you're curious why my boyfriend wasn't helping, my mom and I actually enjoy doing this stuff. It was like a fun weekend activity for the two of us. And most of the things that was creating the mess was mine anyway. So my boyfriend was just like staying out of the way for this one. So... Today, as I move through the apartment, it's so much easier to keep it clean, to do the dishes every day, to do laundry, to keep things tidy, because I've done that deep cleaning and decluttering already. 
I know where things belong. I know I only own things that I want to own. I know what areas need to be looked after so they don't turn into nasty monsters again. And my mind, oh my god, my mind is finally at peace. In this scenario, my mom was the life coach. (laughs) A life coach will literally be the one who comes into your life and helps guide you through the nastiness and the scary areas of your mind that you're currently ignoring and hoping they will just go away. The coach won't do the work for you. It's not like a maid that comes into your home and cleans for you. But they will make sure that you have all the tools you need and all the knowledge you need to do it correctly on your own. And the nasty parts of my apartment are synonymous to those dark places in your mind that you prefer not looking at. Those worst case scenarios of what might happen in the relationship if you stop trying to micromanage everything, if you stop trying to control everything that's going on. What might happen if you decide to just be happy? Thoughts that fester and grow nastier as long as they're not dealt with. And the status of my apartment now is synonymous with the status of a coached brain. Once you've worked with a coach, you will still experience negative thoughts and emotions. Your brain apartment will still get messy and dirty because you're a human being living in it. It's going to need cleaning and management for the rest of your life. But it's so much easier to look after a space, whether it's physical or mental, once it has been cleaned out and organized and understood to begin with. If you are listening to this episode in real time, so in March 2021, I'm currently hosting live coaching classes and weekly group coaching calls for anyone who wants a taste of what it could be like to work with a coach. So you can go to my website, katrinbernt.com, to learn more and sign up for the classes that you want to attend this following week. I will see you back here on the podcast next week. Bye-bye.